What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hashtag no music, no intro. Man, Ryan and I was cutting up just, just before the part started recording. Uh, kind of like there's so much that's happened within the span of like a week and a half. Like I'm catch both Ryan and I, I got back from vacation on Monday. Ryan got back from vacation yesterday. Much, much needed vacation for both of us. Kind of got refreshed, recharged. Um, and I guess obviously the first question that everyone wants to know is what was your favorite track from the Nader mixtape apology tour? <laughs> That's cold, bro. That's cold, though. That's cold. My man was dropping, my man was dropping volumes. You heard me? This for the Jews, this for the blacks, this for the gays, this for the Another one, another, and another one. <laughs> Keep going, free. Mm-hmm. Be hot. <laughs> I was like, man, Twitter, Twitter, so, social media is a motherfucker, bro. I mean, yes, it is, but also, like, all I'm gonna say is, social media is a hundred percent a motherfucker. Um, but I'm also gonna say is that if 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 you don't have thoughts like that to begin with, like, you can't hey. get God. Hey, you can go and search that F word and look up Dead Boy Wolf. You ain't gonna see it used. Nope, no sir. You know why? Because I know people. I know um, you know. I know people that are gay. You know what I'm saying? And that's a hurtful fucking word. Just like just like being being black and being called you know charcoal, (laughs) bro. Like. I was, I, was say the N, like, I was gonna say the N word with ER, but but oh no no that charcoal yeah. shit like yeah like look 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 I'm gonna be honest like me I'm very I'm a I'm a passive person when it comes to like Twitter jokes and you know I, I love dark humor I don't you know I, I'm not you know I'm not you know people say overly not about sensitivity but I you know I, I like comedians I like I like people that just you know I like people that cut loose when they tell the jokes and shit like that bro. But it's like you know, be mindful, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, be mindful. You know, you you you're not you're not black, first of all. 
And you talking about people's skin color and shit like that, man. My wife, I got a dark-skinned wife. Dark-skinned, beautiful. Love it. I love me some dark-skinned women. Preach. And, and she, I mean, she, she, she read that shit and she was pissed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I don't know, man. Like, I, he, I'm not going to rehash everything, but, you know, he said his apologies and shit like that. So I'm going to let, you know, let it, you know, let, let bygones be bygones or whatever. I never had no issues with Nader. You know, he was always cool with me. But, you know, like, bro, you're in the public sphere, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're in the public sphere and you put that shit out, it's going to come back to you, man, 100%. 100%. Every time. Every time. You know, just keep it cool and sweet, bro. You know? Yeah. I mean, you said it, you said it perfectly. Uh, and just like you said, you can search your, I mean, we, I believe we both been around, I think our both Twitters were created in 2011. Maybe I could be wrong, but I think both our Twitters were created in 2000. So it's like, fuck, we're going on like a decade. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. wow. A decade on Twitter as a social social media platform, but if that's not who you are as a person, like it's not going. You know, we we and we right. as we know, we always getting jokes off on Twitter, bro. It doesn't matter always what the 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 subject is, bro. Like we're so desensitized in this day and age in in this society when that whole shit happened i believe it was in pennsylvania where like the, the dude came out with like the with the semi and just fucking shot the girl and bro like there was tweets on twitter about it and i felt so bad because i was like these are low-key kind of funny like why am i laughing like these are people <laughs> <laughs> like these are people getting the fucking murked on like on uh, i'm the same way bro i tweeted earlier i was like look i laugh at a lot of fucked up shit but usually it's the reaction <laughs> It's no, no, no mamas. <laughs> it's just a reaction to some of that shit. It's hot. It's hot. But at the end of the day, it's sick. Like it's like, man, this is sick shit. Like we see death and murder every day, man. Like, yeah. just turn on Twitter and like somebody get murdered. Like you wake up in the morning, you you seeing somebody get murdered. Like what the fuck? Like you, <laughs> and it's we're so distanced. I was like, we'll see it on the timeline. We'll watch the video. Be like. And just keep keep fucking scrolling, bro. Like it was just talking about Saints cornerback issues and shit. Like <laughs> what? Like you watch the video and you're like, all right. Then you tweeting like, uh, what are we gonna do about the CB two? Like just doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Um, I wonder. This be a, a good a good pod question for our boy Ramon. Talk about is you know. How desensitized he is with the beat that he covers, you know, Man. for for the advocate. But um, anyway, I, I had to start like that. Um, like I predicted when we last recorded last week before we went on vacation, I said we're gonna go on vacation and it is gonna happen. Where some Saints news is gonna break. Like I said that Thursday night. I want to say maybe Wednesday night. No, it was Wednesday night because. Or whenever we yeah. record it. And sure enough, Friday morning, um, I'm out to breakfast with my daughter. We would go to a restaurant, which even, can I just say that eating, and we were the only ones in there because we got there so early, but I just want to say that eating in an actual inside a restaurant is a very still drawing experience. Like a year later, like it feels like, shit, like is, is this okay? Like, <laughs> like why I'm okay? <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> 
you know, so we're eating whatever. I check my phone and what? Marshawn Lattimore arrested in in, in Ohio. Like, like I, I didn't even I wasn't even trying to speak anything to existence. I just know how the Saints operate, man. I just yeah. know our team that we root for. Um shout out to I believe his name is Jerry Wiley on Twitter, um, who is I want to say a retired police officer um, who kind of took Mike Triplett's post or, you know, article that he, that he wrote up about it. And then as a former law, uh, you know, law enforcement, he kind of broke down like by the law, um, what he kind of felt was fishy about the arrest. And the fact that if I remember correctly, Marshawn wasn't formally charged for anything, but yet he's, like he's in a, a uh, orange jump shoot and he has to take it like a, like a fucking mugshot. Like being a social worker, knowing about the law, like if I, if you don't read me my Miranda, if you don't put me under arrest, why are you giving me a fucking mugshot and why am I in a jump? So that, anyway, um, so there's still a lot of details that needs to be flushed out about the entire situation. Probably is going to be investigated by the NFL, blah, blah, blah. But what were your what was your first reaction when you when you saw this besides the Saints can't be normal? That was that was Friday that happened, right? Yes. Yeah, because I was just about to get on my flight. I looked at it, but I just closed my phone. And I just <laughs> about my fucking business. I was like, and then I saw he wasn't charged. I was like, ah, this is bullshit. Now, I think he did get charged later. I don't know. I think it was a couple of days ago. They did formally charge him. With uh, something I don't know, I don't remember what it was, but uh, I don't know, man. Like Cleveland, bro. Like, come on, Lattimore, bro. Like, I don't know what he did. Like, I don't know if he was guilty or anything, but man, like, I listened to that. I don't know, remember what season season three of Serial or whatever, where uh, yes, Sarah Cole, yeah, one, Sarah one, of, one of the most underrated uh, seasons of Serial, by the way, extremely underrated. And with Sarah Coney, like, they just spend like a whole year in the Cleveland uh, justice system. Like, they just hang out at the courts. They hang out with the prosecutors, the defense attorneys, the people, the criminal, well, not criminals, but, you know, people that's getting charged and really flesh out just the criminal justice system, which, you know, is fucked up in the you know, entire country. And But Cleveland's fucked up. Like, it's fucked up out there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just hope he, you know, he shake back. I know he's out of jail or whatever. So hopefully it's nothing uh, serious. Hopefully, you know, just gets good representation and, you know, can beat whatever charges they got coming. Because, I mean, shit, I mean, come on. Nobody was hurt. That's the only thing I care about. You know what I'm saying? Was anybody hurt? You know, was anybody assaulted or anything like that? That's the shit that really gets you. But shit like this, man, like, he, you know, at worst, he could see some kind of suspension if it's really bad or whatever. But I think I think he'll be fine. He just got to let the... uh, court work its way through, which could be a while. So <laughs> it was just one of the things like, oh, fuck, man. Gotta be something. Here, here. And for him, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, low-key, I was like, man, Saints need to go ahead and make that little offer, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 that was my next question. <laughs> sign that motherfucker now, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, wanna strike it right now for you, for you be doing, you know, for you doing a little time or something, you know? <laughs> We're we're sick and but it and that, we we say that a little jokingly, but like if you're Mickey, you know you go to his agent, you're like, hey, I you know I, 
Marfani's take this this Tavarius fucking white deal that he's on. Like he's not right. getting he's not getting Jalen Ramsey money. Like you got this arrest. Oh, I mean, we gotta we gotta deal with NFL investigations and shit. Like I mean, what the fuck, man? Take this look deal. We gonna hold you down. You know, it be like that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was something that that kind of popped in my mind when I when I first found out too. Um, and up to now. The Saints have yet to address their starting other cornerback position, unless I, I don't think they're going to go into the season with it being Patrick Robinson. Um, they were linked to they were linked to Richard Sherman kind of early in free agency. Um, they were I don't know when the, the, if this did happen, but they were supposed to bring in former Colts corner uh, T.J. Carey for a visit don't know what happened with that if that went down it's it's a hole man like if, if you ask me like as of right now what's the biggest hole on the team um obviously before the draft there's there's still free there's still there's still players man like yeah but like what's the biggest biggest hole on the team to me it's it's easily you know that cornerback two position yeah it's it's uh, left cornerback you know it's and you know it's a hole, man. Like, and I, I think they will sign someone before the draft because they just don't like to go in the draft without having their uh, musts checked off. You know what I'm saying? And I think you know CB two is a must. Um, it could be Richard Sherman, and you know I do. If it is Richard Sherman, I like that they just play in the waiting game. You know, don't you know don't sign Richard Sherman the first day of free agency. You know what I'm saying? Like. Let the market settle, you know, see where it's at, you know, and then Bro, that's, work out yeah, a little bit. That market done fucking, like, fucking. That bitch be cold. That cold. bitch cold as a motherfucker. And it got cold quick, bro. Like, day I two, mean, that, day two that market. Bro, like, early, early today, I was like, you know, I was thinking, I was looking at Jameis Whisper highlights early today, just, you know, it's like, oh, let me just look at some Jameis Whisper. And you know, he had he had Prashad Perriman balling out. I was like, I forgot about that. He yeah, he did. He did. I was like, man, I said, let me check and see where Prashad at. Maybe we can sign him. Shit, he already he got went, slipped out. To, by the by the Lions. He with the Lions. I'm on like, a, well. On a on a cheap ass deal. On a cheap ass deal. I'm like, well, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers getting zipped up. So uh yeah, I mean it's it's something I think they will address in the next couple of weeks, but because they don't want to have to go into the draft having to draft a corner. You don't want to do that. You know right. Saying? So this episode will probably go up tomorrow. So it'll be posted April 1st, um, which means that it's <clears throat> when you're listening on what day you listen to this, it's going to be potentially 28 days from the draft that they, they got work to do. Like they, that's all I'm going to say. They got almost got a whole month to figure out what they want to do at the cornerback on the, at the cornerback, not just cornerback, you know, there could be other positions that they, that they feel. Um, but the saints have, I mean, we made fun of them the last episode. They've signed some players. They, they don't got, they don't got some guys uh, st- started off by signing former, I believe he was with the Bron- Yeah. Broncos tight end Nick Bennett, Ohio yeah. state, Ohio state connection. Um, you know, probably is going to, Backup Adam Troutman uh, offers. I don't know if he's as good as a blocker that Josh Hill was, but it does offer 
good run support and blocking them just in the, in the passing game from the tight end position. And then they signed a guy that I was a fan of as a prospect at Villanova, um, former chief, and the chief drafted him in the second round, uh, Tono, um, you know, Tono, Tono, yeah. him. Tono. You want to, you want to, you want to say the last name? No, you, you, you can't that shit. Fuck that name. Bro, can you imagine if they draft that Illinois wide receiver, bro? Oh. <laughs> Screw that shit, man. Like, come on, man. Change your fucking name, bro. Just not. I could imagine. Could you imagine, like, if we work for like WWL, bro? Like, we just in the booth, just us. Oh. <laughs> fire, just, just fire. Change your name, bro. I mean, fucking Chad Jackson changed his name to Ocho Cinco. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Um, but yeah, I like, I like, I like Tona, man. Like, I like Tona. I like, um, I, I, I'm not saying he's you know, come in and get 10, 12 sacks or nothing like that, but he's you know he's a he's a player. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's a bum. You know he's a guy he, that can come in and, and get you something. Yeah, he started quite a few games. Like he started uh, quite a few games for for the Chiefs. Um, as at at worst, it, I mean he was an NFL starter. Like I don't know like how good was he? Yeah, but he did start. Yeah. Um, it does kind of add depth to yeah. the, the edge position after Trey, Trey left and free agency. And honestly, like, let, I mean, let's talk about it. Like you talk, I think uh, Mike Triplett put out an article, you know, I think today or yesterday, just basically saying like, oh, with Trey gone uh, to first, this, this your year, bro. <laughs> like, like this is it. Um be honest like last year was his year like oh, this is okay. like this is it 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 like this is like last year was his it for like his Saints career mm. this year is it for his NFL career like mm, he has to decide on. he has to decide if he's going to want to be like a NFL like he has the ability to be like an NFL player for the next you know five or six more years you know what I'm saying like he has that ability oh he could be out the league next year you know and he might want to be, and that's fine. Like that's okay. Like it's okay. He might be a guy that looks at his contract and like, shit. I made you know ten, twelve million. I could live on this the rest of my life. You know, watch anime, play video games, and chill. Like, I mean, if you ask me, like that's me. Like I'm like fucking right. I take be, it. You know, what I'm be saying? good, man. Be good. I'll be good, Gucci. You know what I'm saying? But I, you know, as a Saints fan, I want a motherfucker that's ready to go out there. And, Eat, eat quarterbacks, you know, eat, eat, feed me, feed me, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, that's it for him, man. Like, if, I mean, the Saints defensive line, when you look at it, you know, I said earlier today, I think by signing Tuna and, you know, you got Big Creep out there, Grandison, he out there working, practice, bro. Practice, working, boy, working, sweat, sweat flying all off, working on pass rush moves, he ready. You know, so he tried to he, he want he want two first spot. He like, nah, little daddy, I'm about to come. You, I'm you, and I and I and I told you this in text messages, like, and th- that and I we don't know what's going on, right? We don't know, right? Oh. 
But that video of a big creep posted, and I couldn't help but think, like, I wonder if Two First is doing something like that right now. Like, man, I just thought of Two First with the fucking little van sneakers, <laughs> dirty ass van sneakers, and just uh, that fucking gold hair, bleached hair, man. I'm like, man, that dude sitting there, he's sitting there on watching that King Kong Godzilla movie, man. He, <laughs> Out here watching watching De- Demon Slayer on Netflix, bro. Just dropped on Netflix, bro. Watching Demon Slayer. Come on, man. Big chilling. Big chilling. I bet my daughter, who is super into anime and and, and two first, could have a, a conversation for for two hours talking about. Yeah. It. I bet two first cool as shit. Like I bet if you like hung around us, probably be cool as fuck. Probably talking about MCU and fucking Star Wars and shit. Oh, without question. But you, Probably you cool as hell. But you bring up like, hey, like some some stunts or you're like, oh well. You're like, oh man, you know, I don't know. <laughs> and I and here's the thing, right? It's it's drafts, it's draft season, and I think this is a this year, and I and I listened to this a little bit um on the podcast with Tony Pauline. Um, and Trey Wingo from last Wednesday um, from the Pro Football Network. They do like a Wednesday draft show, whatever. Um, I listened to a little bit on, on, the, on the drive back. And uh, it's just, I think it, it like this year, draft season is going to be a year like unlike any other. Because at least with last year, like Trey Wingo said, last year they still had the combine. Yeah. Um, they still had, they had combine that pro days. They could still like meet with players and, and yeah. do their and the scouts. The scouts did their, their visits during the year and all that shit. Like, the, like you know, the scouting was done. Like later. it was done. You know like, yeah. Uh, Saints and Caesar uh, Ruiz still did. We need some more stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> Zach Vaughn. Um, but this year, I think a perfect example of this is a player like Dwayne Haskins, right? Uh. Drafted by Redskins, Washington football team. Um, there was like some chatter, you know. Dwayne ain't that guy. Dwayne don't got these habits. And he went 17 overall. And Dwayne is like a, a backup right now. Yeah. And with when a team is investing, obviously all draft picks, right? But especially in the first round. Like they gotta have their intel tight, and so we heard it a little bit, even even after Marcus Davenport was drafted. Like you know, like like football, like ain't really his like it. Like he he plays football, but is it his passion? Yeah, and it yeah. just go it, <laughs> it just goes to show this year this upcoming draft. I, it, it's it's like the draft is always a crap shoot. This year is going to be a shit shoot, bruh. Like, because <laughs> te- teams are teams are drafting players who haven't played in a year. Fucking oh. Jamar Jamar Chase just ran a four three eight, and he hadn't played football in a year, bruh. In a year, but like he probably still going top. He got he's going top ten. Like you got 
you know, medical. So the big thing with the combine is, you know, all the, the you know, the players oh, get their the, the medical check and so medical check and medical recheck. And like Tony Pauline was saying on the podcast, they're doing something similar um, for the medicals and the medical recheck. But because it's not going to be at the combine and doing it a different way, there's going to be like maybe like a hundred, like I think he said like, close to like a hundred players that may not get like a medical recheck or something like that. Ooh, that's huge, bro. Huge. Like, <laughs> because I'm just, come by, like come by and throw anything else out. The medical is the most important thing. Yes. That comes out the combine. Easily. Like, just, and you've got the same doctors and all that shit. Like so team doctors. So, I mean, this shit, this draft going to be crazy, bro, which, you know, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just you, you got to be careful about how much stock you put in this draft. I just say that much. Like I, I think the Saints. This is an important draft for the Saints. Huge, but huge draft for the Saints. But you know, I mean, it, every draft's a crapshoot. I think this is going to be more of a crapshoot than than most. Yes. Because even, even if you're like, okay, I'm going off the tape. I'm just going strictly off the tape. You might only have 2019 tape. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of a of a 20 year old. <laughs> Like, what would you think when you were 20? You're like, you know what I'm saying? You could, uh, one year could change your whole life. Bro, so. at 20, let's see. My daughter was born when I was 22. So, like. Bro, you was so, out chill. You was out chill wilding. Yes. Then it's like, oh, I'm I'm a dad. I'm a, uh, a like, I have to, like, you know, be the head of a, of a family. Like, it, it, it. Changes uh, everything, bro. Twenty years old, I was in a three, a two X tall T, two X tall white T with two uh, sweatbands on my head and fucking do rags and shit. <laughs> Walking around with a bottle of Great Goose, wilding out, you know, some fucking Air Force Ones, you know what I'm saying? Just hanging out the fucking Carl Canal Street. Couldn't you know tell you wilding. nothing. Couldn't tell me shit, man. All I had was one bill, a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All I paid <laughs> a cell phone bill, baby, making seven dollars an hour. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> living the life, living, bro, just living. living, living, man. So, like, bro, like this draft is gonna be crazy, bro. Like all these predictions and mock drafts and shit. I'm like, man, like we don't know nothing anyway. But this year, we, we don't know shit, shit at all. And so that's a perfect segue. So we we talked about the Marshawn news on Friday. That got kind of buried. Cause the Dolphins mm. trade the Dolphins trade their first round, their third overall pick to the 49ers, drop down to 12. Um, and then the and then they trade to the Eagle spot. So they go back up. So now the Dolphins are picking six overall. Um, Eagles are picking 12, and the fucking San Francisco 49ers are slated to pick third overall in the draft. And the first thing I thought about, first thing I thought about is like, we don't know how this is going to work out for the 49ers. Obviously, you don't give up essentially three first-round picks because they gave up a pick. They gave up the current pick in this draft at 12 and then a pick next year and a pick in 2023. You don't trade that kind of draft capital move up to draft anything but a quarterback. And my first initial thought was, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I appreciate like them acknowledging Jimmy ain't it. 
Yeah. We need a true franchise quarterback. And I just go back to like, if, if Sean had that con- conviction on Mahomes, I'm not saying he needs to trade like multiple first round picks. Now, if the, the 49ers do this and they fucking miss, they don't get select the right guy. Whoo, buddy. <laughs> that's, mm. that's, that's a, that's a shitty place to be in. But I, I, I just looked at it. Like I appreciate what both Kyle and John Lynch are doing because it's what I wish Sean would have Sean would have done in 2017 when he had when he had that much conviction about a quarterback. Hashtag let it go, nigga. Let I mean, I'm go. not even com- I'm not even complaining. I'm just no, I, I'm feel just, you, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you, man. And just like bro, like, like this is like this because to me this it. this signifies the Niners think that with their team with the healthy Nick Bosa. Blah 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 blah. That they have the pieces because they're not. I mean, they're not fucking far away removed from being fucking yeah. up double digits in fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. You know, they got salvaged by injuries last year, and to me, it just shows like they have conviction that they can be contenders and can be competing for championships if they have a franchise quarterback. And I, 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 I can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at the you ain't shit, man. You ain't shit. Unless you have the quarterback position figured out, that's it. It's just that's just the case. Like I know some people don't like it. Like oh, you know, if you build a great defense and nope. a good offensive line and nope. defensive line and nope. you know just get a good solid QB, you can. No, you need a fucking quarterback. You know, you need a top eleven ish. You know what I'm saying? Like eleven ish franchise quarterback to come in and uh and that's the only you got to man supposed to push important position in sports so no i respect it man like just them making the move and really being like you know being bold and because look i mean uh i mean i think it was greg rosenthal i was listening to the podcast earlier he was like a couple years ago san francisco had two first round picks and they went they got solomon thomas and ruben foster you know what i'm saying it's like, okay, first round picks, ooh, big deal. Like, get your fucking quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, so don't even trip about what you're trading off for. Oh, give them two first round picks. Like, big fucking deal, man. Like, you got to go get the players you love, man. And that's the question. Who do they love? Because, okay, they know they're not getting Trevor Lawrence. I'm sure they pretty much know they're not getting Zach Wilson. So is it Mac Jones? You know what I'm saying? Trey Lance? Like Mac Jones, Mac Jones looking kind of high. He looking like a little cow, you know. Like right. I remember you saying, "Come on, man!" It, I I said it on our Mac Jones show. I said if I said the the if you look at how he plays the game after I watched him, I said, "Watch out for San Francisco at 12. Mm. I said it, bro. I because I, I, I just I know Cal has Cal Shanahan has telegraphed for years what his type of quarterback is. And I've had like a very in-depth discussion with my girl is my theory is that, and I, and who knows, they may draft Justin Fields or Trey Lance at three, completely put this to bed, right? But I have a theory that Kyle, maybe it, maybe it was the RG3 experience. Maybe it was just maybe him being cut from the Mike Shanahan cloth he wants his offense to be ran how he wants his offense to be ran. Exactly. And 
players like Justin Fields and Trey Lance, and it it, it may sound like I'm I'm coming across like it's a uh, like a black white thing. I think just stylistically, he's such he's such a um, he's so OCD about his offense that yeah. quarterbacks making plays off script makes him be like, ew, mm, yeah. don't like that, gross. Right. So, I mean, even even when he became the head coach of the 49ers, like when Kirk Cousins was almost about to be a free agent before he got franchised by the Redskins, the team everyone was penciling Kirk Cousins to go to were the 49ers. Yeah. It was like an, a oh. known a known secret that Kirk Cousins was going to be the 49ers quarterback and they were going to pay him the money to do that. So yeah. he has a type. And as soon as I watched Mac Jones filmed, I, I was like, man, he, he does a lot of things that I could see Kyle Shanahan locking. Now, exactly. if they fucking trade two first-round picks or three essentially first-round picks to go from 12 to, to three to draft Mac Jones, though. It's gonna, I think it's going to happen, bro. Like he, bro. Was, he, was at, he was at his pro day. He hadn't gone to any other pro day except Mac Jones. I, I even, his and eyes on him. The day the day that trade happened on Friday, I, I first said that I I felt that if they were you know if, of the quarterbacks because that because everyone immediately thought Fields or Lance, and I said Lance to me seems like more of a Kyle guy than Justin Fields is. But I said the quarterback who's more of a Kyle guy than all the both of them is Mac Jones. Like I said that on Friday, you know. So I I just if if, if 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 the 49ers draft Mac Jones at three overall, just remember that you heard it here first on well, the Mac Jones. You can see it though. You can see yes. it. How, how how Mac Jones plays. Yes. You can see it. Like, like, you know, like he's athletic enough to yes. run that boot action. He has a nice arm. He's smart. Like mostly pretty what, accurate. Yeah, like and from what I understand, like he's like. He's, I wouldn't say, you know, NFL savant or nothing like that, but he like, he's like breaking down shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, he took Sarkeesian's offense like to the next level. Right. Like, at first, like, bro, Matt, first, Jones, Matt Jones was cooking in Steve Sarkeesian's offense, bro. He was cooking, man, to the point like Alabama players, like, yeah, Matt Jones better than two of them. You know what, what I'm saying? Like, they, I'm just saying, bro. Like, so. I just think it's interesting. Like, who's gonna if it's gonna work out? Who the fuck knows, bro? Like, we don't know shit. Justin Herbert, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know. You don't know, man. Like, we don't like. I'm not saying you can't have conviction about players. Like, oh, look, sure. I watch, I watch certain players, and I believe in them. I'm not I'm wrong. I'm right. I'm wrong. It doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, you know, when when the you know when you get on the field and the and the and the football you know touches the hands, we don't know what what we're gonna see. So. You know, Mac Jones could be end up being the best player, best quarterback out this draft. Could be. Uh, could be. And you I don't know. And I could just see. I don't. I remember when we watched Brandon Ayuk at Arizona State as a prospect, and him kind of just running routes where we could kind of envision Brandon Ayuk in in the Saints offense and just how Sean yeah. Payton would call plays. I could see. I could see Kyle Shanahan envisioning his mind. You know, Brandon Ayuk running kind of like that that deep post. Yeah, off off a of play action and and fucking Mac Jones just rolling out and just squares up and you know because I mean Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, like Mac Jones can throw that bitch now. Come on, yeah. Let's, let's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, Kyle Shanahan, he got Matt Ryan the MVP. You know what I'm Come saying? On now. Like, think about that. 
you you wouldn't think of Matt Ryan as like this super athletic quarterback and like that. But you know, he had Matt Ryan cooking. Say what you want about him, but he was cooking. You know, once he figured out the Rubik's cube of that Kyle Shanahan offense, because Kyle Shanahan, the thing about his offense is he get it's kind of like Sean Payton. He gives you answers. Yes. Like the defense is going to present all oh, this set of problems to you, but in that in within the scheme of the offense. There are answers to just about every single problem. So you just have to understand that offense enough and just be like quick minded enough to understand what those answers are. And that's why he kind of gets on Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy Garoppolo just sometimes he just doesn't see the answer. Like it's like, bro, it's the right, right there. Like, why aren't you throwing it? You know what I'm saying? So that's what he's looking for. He's constantly searching for it. That's why he loved Kirk Cousins because, you know, when, mm-hmm. when him and Kirk Cousins was together, they cooked. You know what I'm yep. saying? They did well together. So, you know, I think that's what he's looking for. You know what I'm saying? That Kirk Cousins kind of just got it and come in and run his damn offense. Um, so, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. And, you know, uh, Sarkeesian worked with the Falcons, too, and carried Shanahan's offense over when Shanahan left. You know what I'm saying? So, some of those things, you know, Mac Jones probably knows at least – maybe, you know, a very simplified version of some of that stuff already, or some of the, you know, the verbiage and all that shit. Yep. So, I don't know, it just makes sense, man. I just think it's interesting because, you know, fuck the 49ers, man. I can't stand them, bro. Like, I don't want them to be good. No. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. But as NFL fan, I like, you know, just seeing motherfuckers work, but as far as, like, the Dolphins, it's like... <laughs> they gotta be right, bro. They gotta man, be right. I, I hope they're I hope they're right, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, like if they trade, if they traded out of three, where they could have had Fields, Lance, Mac. Could you imagine if they say the three and drafted Mac Jones, bro? Oh, <laughs> that would be awkward as hell, man. <laughs> um, but if Justin Fields becomes a stud, uh, Trey Lance becomes a stud, and they traded down out of three to well to twelve, then back to six. And basically signifies two as I guy. We're going to get him more weapons. So at six, I fully expect them to go Kyle Pitts potentially. Um, it's there's a lot of smoke to the Jamar Chase of the Bengals. You know, reunite him with Joe, which stylistically I get, but like, no, no, man. If you if you got if there's a if there's these two and we we I'm not gonna watch Olan left tackle tape, but if there's a a, a Penny's Sewell, who my girl said his name's out like a fucking pasta, <laughs> <laughs> or the Penny Sewell, please. Um, but if there's a you know a a good to great prospect at left tackle, and a lot of the reason why your franchise quarterback got hurt last season because O line is fucking terrible. Like yeah. I know Jamar Chase is a bright and shiny object, but like I don't understand how you pass. Whatever, man. The Bengals are going to be The Bengals are going to be Cincinnati. Bengals, Cincinnati, bro. Um, so, likely, I would guess potentially, like, they, they, they're they going to give to a weapon at six, whether that's Chase if he's there, whether that's Kyle Pitts. Like, if, 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 they're, if their evaluation on Tua is wrong, I, I know that they have, because, because of this San Francisco trade, they have basically, I believe it's two first round picks for the following two seasons. And everyone's like, well, if Tua's not the guy, they can just 
pundle those got those assets and like there has to be like a there has to be like a dance like you have to have someone like a, a team to dance with like if if there's another team that wants to draft a quarterback like why the fuck am I gonna trade you like fuck right. you like you had your chance like I don't, know. I don't know man that's I don't know that's all I'm gonna say I think but I do think having those picks gives them a little um, you know it it just sets them at ease a little bit like. They're like when it's to the point where they're like, okay, we're gonna give to a chance this year, but at least we do have the ammo to move around a little bit. Maybe we can't get into the top three or top four if we need to, but you know, you never know. I don't know what quarterbacks are coming out in the next two years, so right, yeah, at least you have options to move around if you can. They're not gonna be, you know, stuck. I mean, NFL today, it's just it's not like that anymore. Where you, if you draft the wrong, wrong quarterback. Your your franchise is doomed for the next five or six years. It's not like that anymore. Like you could, you could literally move on very quickly. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, you we'll see how that plays out. But I just thought it was interesting. The Eagles, you know, the Eagles move down, you know, to twelve to see, you know, trying to see what they're doing. Dolphins move down, then back up. San Francisco moves up. Ah, it's just, it's just, I love, just like I love the action, man. Like I, I want to see more of this. It's, like, it's fun. It's fun. Wouldn't mind seeing the Saints do a trade before the draft. Like they got to do this draft day shit. <laughs> well, I'm just watching fucking NFL Network, and then that front leaf pops up. Oh God! Holy like, shit! Oh, there's a trade. Oh, Saints have moved up. I'm like, oh. Here we go. About to do some stupid, stupid shit. Dumb. Just dumb. And and that's why like we we were talking, you know, we were talking about on Twitter everyone said like this year. I mean, I already requested the day off of the draft from work, completely off. Got the vacation day. First round of the draft, we were gonna set it up and have a live stream. Uh, we don't know if we're gonna do it on YouTube and do a live stream that way. Uh, we don't know if we're gonna do it on, on Zoom and like just record it all and then post it and just have it being like a, an open invite and just be like a whole Saints draft, draft b- bonanza. Uh, but we, round one, bro, like we, from the start of the draft until the end, we gonna fucking have fun. Mm. Cause we, we know some shenanigans are gonna happen, bro. Like it's- Shenanigans. It is set in stone. Um, I, I, like I wanna see the reaction to Saints fans when the Saints draft like Caleb Farley, who just had a backotomy. Like I I, I wanna It's gonna happen, man. As soon as I seen that shit, I'm like, oh, he getting drafted. Oh, <laughs> like they, they might move up to draft that nigga, bro. I'm like telling you, bro. <laughs> I literally heard the conference press conference in my ears. Like, you know, we had him graded as a top 10 prospect, you know, to have him fall to us. Look. It's a, it's it's great to have him a part of the team. It's a great prospect, you know. <laughs> I can see it, man. And so, speaking of Caleb Farley, actually, also getting credit credit to Tony Pauline. So, when the back surgery was announced, like you know, and Adam Schefter, like he he's a, he's a he's in the agents, and he's making it sound like yeah. oh, like it was it was outpatient surgery. Oh, yeah, that shit. You know, one thing I appreciate about appreciate about Tony, and hopefully we can. I, I'm trying to potentially. He he said he's willing to come back on the show. 
We're trying to figure out a date and a time, maybe this Friday. I don't know when, but Tony had said that he wants to, you know, he's willing to come on the show prior to the draft so we can ask him some Saints related questions. But the show that he did with Trey Wing on the podcast, see, Tony basically, Tony keeps it real. Tony said, like, people are kind of trying to downplay, like, the significance of this back surgery for Caleb Farley at Virginia Tech. And he was like, there are people, like, in the NFL, like, like this one's going to cost in the fall. Like, it's a back surgery. And he didn't play last year. Like, right. that's a double. So, like, your back already hurt and you didn't even tackle nobody last year? And he got hurt the year prior to that? <laughs> like, like Bruh, in a year... In a year where like medicals are questionable and you don't have all the intel you need, I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole in a French round. Would not touch him. But he'll be a saint. Right, <laughs> right. That's it. Stone, bruh. Um, it, it's crazy. Like, we're speaking about medicals and shout out to our guy, Scott Wright, who kind of peeped me and you to fucking Jalen Phillips. And we watched him like that yeah. night and we was just like, oh, this nigga can play. Oh. Then he at Miami's pro day, he had a you know, I think he ran like a 4.4 or some shit like that. Like just an athlete, bro. <laughs> like, like he's in the cloud of players. Like my my cloud of players, you know, I'm gonna tweet it out at some point when I finally have it all finalized. But the players that I might want at 28, like he is high in that cloud, bro. He yeah, is yeah. like he like like Scott said, he retired from football. He had injuries. I don't care. His right. his take from last year from like the edge position is highly impressive. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, I like him a lot. And it takes I know, I know we kind of kind of look for the same things in edges. So for us to be impressed as an like watching an edge rusher, like you gotta you gotta be good, bro. Like we gotta mm-hmm. see it. And like we I put on one game and I was like. Oh shit! This uh-huh. this nigga can ball. Um, I mean, he may have worked himself in such a lackluster yeah. edge class. Like he may have worked himself out of the Saints' range, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so because just the way you know, pass rush is it's just it's highly valued. So you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes, you know, higher than we are twenty eight. But you know, we'll see, we'll see. Um, yeah, man, I don't have a cloud yet. I, I ain't gonna lie. I've, I've been fucking lazy with prospects, bro. I haven't really studied. I mean, we did our few, you know, J.C. Horn and Mac Jones. I looked at a little bit of Tony. I looked at uh, Jalen Phillips. I looked at, uh, uh, I can't remember who, but it's like, I've been lazy, man. So I need to get my cloud together. That's pretty much the most I can do, man. Like, I see all my young Twitter, you know, Saints Twitter folks, you're telling me who the Saints should draft in the fourth round, the third round and shit. I'm like, man, I don't care. I don't, I don't even know who the niggas could draft at 28. Bro, I don't care. You know what's funny? Because, I mean, obviously we're getting older, so it's going to make us sound like fucking old heads. But, like, that used to be me. Like Exactly. Exactly. That's why I loved it. I'm like, bro, I'll tell you. I would, I, I'll tell you exactly what I used to do. I would go to the CBS Sports, their little draft page. I would just like literally copy and paste. Like they have a whole list of all the prospects. I just copy and paste that shit in the Excel, format that shit up, and I just go down the list and watch everything I can find on each and every prospect and Ooh. watch probably about a hundred something of them. 
You know what I'm saying? I'll do it if some of them out. I'll look at like the height, weight, speed, you know, position and shit like that. I'll probably focus on certain positions more than others. I ain't watching no damn offensive linemen. Nope. No fullbacks and that shit. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And I just go through the list and watch as many as I can. Like a fucking maniac, bro. Like, I don't pay bills. Like, I ain't got time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell was wrong with me, bro? Like, sitting there watching these dudes now, man. Like, now I watch 20, 30 at the most. And I'm done. It's a wrap. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, even get, I don't even get that many in. Like, I don't. You know I, it just doesn't happen, man. Like, and, and you know what? I actually find it more enjoyable after the draft to watch the players that we do draft. Yes. You can really do like a deep dive. Yes. Like watch every single clip you can find, break it down and all that shit. I really enjoy that shit because I just got so tired of like every year you watch all these players and you focus on them and the and same state fucking uh, OT from uh, Timbuktu State. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. It's... <laughs> It's so funny because it's so true. Because like, it's like we hype ourselves. Like, like you think like you know. It's it's like when you're younger and you make your Christmas list, right? You give it to your parents. Mm. And you all hype like, oh man, I put down everything. Like even if I don't get that, maybe I'll get this and blah blah. blah. And Christmas fucking comes and Christmas Day and you start opening all your gifts. These motherfuckers didn't get you a single thing off your off your yeah. list. You know? A red sweater, a fucking some know. pajamas, some socks, slippers <laughs> and shit. You know what I'm saying? Did it? They didn't get you the the Nerf toy. They didn't get you the video game, the gaming system. None of that shit. Like that's that's such a great point, bro. That's what watching these prospects. Like perfect example, Xavier Collins, right? Had seen a little bit about him. Um, you know, wanted to watch him. I think I watched him. Thursday night, Friday of last week, and he's a player, right? And I, I kind of went on a little, like a mini tweet storm tweeting about him. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Like I, the, the, the draft Nick in me comes out from time to time, but he's a player. And I could just see him like next to DeMar. Like he, he's not perfect. Like he, don't ask him to be a force in the run game because. <laughs> Bro, an offensive lineman get on him like he's done. <laughs> but um, the like, I like I saw him take one drop like in coverage in a zone, and the way he did his drop like it sounds so simple, but just the like, athleticism in that drop like he dropped so fast like ten yards. I said, God damn, and like his coverage, and I could just envision it. And will the Saints probably draft him? No. So, like, why did I end up watching him? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, like, to this day, like, like, can we, are we going to sign Brett Hundley and so I can finally, like, complete that circle? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Probably not. Um, but it's, it's going to be fun. And, and the Saints still got work to do, man. Like, like yeah. I, I am even kiltered of the current state of the roster. And I, I know it's not done, but like as it currently sits, uh, uh, I don't I don't know. Like I I think they're okay. They're not better. They they're not a better team than they were last year. I think I, J- the I, I think Jameis being the quarterback is is such a 
it's such a variance, bro. Huge variance, huge. But just take the quarterback out, like as a team outside the quarterback. I don't think they're a better team than last year. Obviously, I mean, you lose Jack Rabbit, you know, you lose Trey Hendrickson, you lose uh, you know, Mayweather Sanders. Since you won by like dudes like Sheldon Rich, uh, Sheldon Rankins, and all those, they were depth. You know what I'm saying? Like those guys. So you know, Anzalone, you know, getting cooked by Lenny. But you know, hey, Anzalone stole some games. You know what I'm saying? Anzalone held his own in pass coverage a lot of times and shit like that. So you know, those are players that's gone that aren't there. You know what I'm saying? So depth wise, it's not a better team. But I think, like, I'm just such a big believer in offensive line and defensive line, man. I think overall, the Saints have a pretty good offensive line. And even with all the losses to the defensive line, I think they have enough there to be a pretty good defensive line. I think, like, you take care of those two spots, man, it just makes everything else a little bit better, bro. Like, I think the Saints are still pretty good in the trenches. And they can get better through the draft or whether they sign somebody or whatever. I think they're okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not talking about Super Bowl and all that shit, but you know, they're not they're not a dumpster fire yet. You know what I'm saying? So they got time. They got time to get better. Uh, and it's outside the quarterback position. We'll see where that goes. But, uh, but look, Jameis, man, like, I don't know. Like I said, I was watching his highlights earlier, and I was just like, man, you know, Jameis might cook this year, bro. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I was just thinking about it. Like, if he could just control himself, he could cook. I just need, I really want to see the Saints get just at least one more weapon, man. Whether it's a running back, a tight end, a wide receiver, just another um, weapon, man. Something, yeah. man. Somebody that could really just force defense to be like, fuck, we got to play it for this guy. You know what I'm saying? Just one more. Uh, like like I tweeted to you, bro. Uh, Sean Sean said you better enjoy Nick Bennett, bro. Enjoy that shit. You get Negro. Guy, you better make it work. <laughs> and like we we talked about free agency a little bit. Let me just go over some free agents that still out out there not signed. Melvin Ingram. Wow. KJ Wright. Richard Sherman. Uh, who else? Uh, Cordero Patterson, um, Alden Smith, Brashad Breeland, uh, like Casey Hayward. Like there's still like players. Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward. Nah. He just must. I don't think he wants to be signed yet, man. Because like, why the fuck does he not sign? It it's confusing. It's confusing. Is, is I mean, the it, sign the, the little short corner. Yeah, the yeah the Niners signed him back on a on a one year deal. Red sign and not Casey Hayward. That's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, but like in terms of like weapons, like there ain't a whole bunch of quote unquote like weapons out in the market. There, you know, there there's defenders. There's you know some some cornerbacks, but like. They're in their 30s, and I, I know the NFL kind of, you know, shots away when cornerbacks turn 30. But, like, this is a draft that's still deep at wide receiver. There's – the Saints have three third-round picks 
Like, I don't know if that's going to include some moving around. I'm pretty sure it will. Maybe the moving up higher in the second round. They, they got to get another weapon. Yeah. They, it, it's, it's a must. It's a must. It is, man. I agree. Like, they need to draft one. And, uh, like, if you, you, like, the starting, like, if you update Matt and rosters right now after post free agency, the same starting wide receivers are Mike Thomas, Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway, and them sprinkling in Deontay, Deontay Harris and, and throughout the offense. And in Troutman, you know, at, at the tight end position. Like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't, don't love it. Don't love it. Um, what were what were your thoughts? I guess I'll ask you this as as we kind of wrap up. One of my one of my guys in my cloud at twenty eight was 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 Tooney. What, what were your thoughts uh, watching Tooney? I mean, from what I saw him, he was like perfect man. Just from what I saw of him, like just put him in the Saints uni. You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time. Part of me thought, like, hey, he'd be perfect for Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, so I just kind of kind of mm. keep putting it in my mind, like, okay, this is a Jameis Winston offense, and I really want him to get, like, a big receiver. I want him to get, like, a Mike Evans type of tree. But I don't know if that guy is in this class. Like, I don't – I haven't found him yet. I'll put it like that. The closest – the closest I would say to that player – and like he's a com- he's a compounding com- compounding player, but I would say the closest to that player is um, Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Like I I watched some of him. So if you watch his tape last year on like a COVID shortened season, yeah, like you are not going to come away impressed. Like right. it, it will leave a very gross taste in your mouth. But if you watch his first three seasons at Minnesota, buddy, buddy, uh, reminds me of how Cortland Sutton for the Broncos plays. Mm. Like, like his first three seasons at Minnesota, he, like you had, like, I was like, that's a number one wide receiver. Like there's no doubt in my mind, like that's a, number one you know w you know wr1 at the wide receiver position yeah um but then bro his tape last year just did not look good at all um i even hit up one of his biggest supporters shout out to, to thor who runs kind of like the the um nbc sports uh um like draft college football players things and like updates those blurbs of, of the fo- of the former roto world thor follows me on twitter and i know he's a big uh, Rashad Bateman fan and I was like bro like what is up like I, I was just confused like I was like what happened last year like I need answers you know he's like offense change and like the quarterback is a different quarterback and you know whatever but that's the only player in the potential range that may be available for the Saints at 28 that I can think of that could fit, fit that bill mm-hmm. but like you said it's not many because yeah. like 
that wide receiver position has has kind of changed and evolved. Like beyond like Jamar Chase, like like there's dog like there there are some dogs, but they're dogs in completely different ways. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So uh, yeah, I I I get it, man. But like there's still three four weeks left, you know, of us trying to figure things out. Um, like I was gonna I was gonna like do I want to do a deep dive in in Kansas City you know, defensive end. I was like, ah, like, let me, let me wait. Let me, let, let me wait for the Saints to do a little, like if they, if they sign Richard Sherman, like I'm watching, I'm watching Richard Sherman and I'm, yeah. uh, you know, we'll break it down on the podcast. We'll do an episode. Oh, yeah. um, but like, do I really want to do that for Kansas City to, to know? Nah, man. Not, not going to waste my time watching Nick Bennett film from the Broncos, bro. Not going to do it. Not I ain't do doing it, bro. No, <laughs> my head up our, our dude Eric and be like, "Hey, give me give me the skinny on Nick Bennett. But like that's For real. that <laughs> as far as that goes. Um, one last thing before we get out. Anything from any of these these pro days that have like kind of like took you by surprise or just you know your your make your ears perk up or anything like that? Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Right. Surprising. Right. Every everybody running four threes. Um, all the quarterbacks are looking great. I'm looking at Kyle Trask right now on in the network, and he's looking he's looking great at a pro day. Of course he is. You know what I'm like, <laughs> why why um, wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's interesting. And Kyle Trask is interesting, man, because like he ain't getting like everybody. He's kind of he's getting that Herbert that Herbert treatment from last year. Like, Ugh. wait, who is Kyle Trask? Oh, Kyle Trask is trash. That's probably why. But yeah. I will say it's very these this thing, these things about Justin Fields, man. Oh man. I knew it, bro. I swear to God, I knew it, man. Like just last year, I, I could just feel it in the breeze that this dude gonna get all kind of the knocks on him. Come mm. draft season. He is gonna get all the knocks. I knew it was coming, man. I knew it. You know, everything was all about Justin Fields. Justin Fields is gonna be Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. I'm like, boy, they coming for your neck. Come draft season, boy. <laughs> now he's like the fourth, fifth, the fourth, fifth quarterback now. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Isn't that some shit? Listen, listen. I will say this. I have watched quite a few Ohio State games where Justin Fields has been the quarterback. And shout out to – I think she follows both of us. She's a 49ers fan, tall ass. I can't even think of her, her handle. But the analogy she made is that Justin Fields of this draft season will end up like Justin Herbert of last draft season. Mm. Um, when I watched Justin Fields in most Ohio State games, I honestly was kind of underwhelmed. Like, like I, I just – like I saw it in glimpses, but like I didn't see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes any mm. sense. Um, and I, she may have a, and she made that tweet yesterday, a couple of days ago. And I was like, shit, you, you might be right. Cause I did not, like, I saw it in one game with Justin Herbert. I saw, I've seen it in one game with, with Justin Fields, um, with, you know, when he broke, got his ribs broke and still beat Clemson and in, in a playoff game, whatever. So he, she could be right on the money in regards to that analogy, um, and then like, it's so weird because some of the same shit that was coming out about 
Dwayne Haskins and like his yeah. quote unquote character not being blah blah. Like those whispers are coming out about Justin Fields. So yeah. it's like, is there is there merit to that, or is this just draft season where you're just knocking a player down because you want him to draft, fall in the draft? I don't know, bro. Adam Scouts, man, Patrick Claybone, tell you, Adam Scouts, they out here, man. <laughs> they don't say nothing after the draft. <laughs> no, nah, bro, they, they get quiet as shit, bro. <laughs> For the draft, man, they out here. Like, where they at after the draft? I don't know. Like, they don't even know checkup after the draft. Like, hey, what were your thoughts? You know, I know these were your thoughts back then. What are your thoughts now, anonymous scout? No, nothing. We don't get a checkup or nothing. So, nah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I was like I said about all these quarterbacks, man. We don't know shit. We don't know. We don't. But all you so, can do is look yeah. at the talent. And Justin Fields is a talented quarterback, man. He's a talented, yes. a talented throw to the football. He needs some things to be desired. He, Stares down guys, he you know makes the wrong reads and shit like that. He does. Like I, I feel like people like people saying that like I, I I don't like I don't like that was such a thing and like Justin Fields absolutely stares down wide receivers. Like oh, I don't does. no like I, I don't <laughs> like and like that's coming up this draft season and people are like coming out with piss for us like oh, oh, what are you talking about just like god damn like I, I'm just evaluating the guy like shit yeah. Like, like, he has issues, bro. Um, I saw this on Twitter, and we we don't know what's going to happen in the draft. But can I just say that if the Atlanta Falcons at four overall, so if it goes quarterback, 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 which is likely to happen, so let's say it goes in theory, Lawrence Wilson. Mac Jones, just in theory, right? And the Falcons have have a, their choice to pick between uh, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and they either choose to a draft, I don't know, Cal Pitts, Jamar Chase, or as Alt Breer has potentially speculated on. Uh, may trade that fourth overall pick to like a team that wants to come come up, whether that's the Panthers, which would be super fucking weird, um, or like the Broncos for them to come up and draft a quarterback. Like, and and one of those quarterbacks hit bliss, man, bliss. And it's funny because like the Falcons encapsulate what I. Like what I hate, like I'm just like I said earlier, I'm a believer in defensive line and offensive line, and it's like they, to their credit, they have addressed the the offensive line. Like they have, like drafted offensive linemen like pretty much every year. They get it wrong a lot, but they have addressed it. <laughs> and you know, and some of that stuff is hard to know. Like is it coaching or whatever? Like it's bad luck, whatever. I don't know. But like for me, like. The offense, like Matt, the, I've all, ever since Matt Ryan been playing, the key has always been the offensive line. Like if you can protect Matt Ryan, he is an upper echelon quarterback for you. Like always, I don't care who he's starting to. Like if he has an offensive line, you he, he's gonna cook for you. You know what I'm yep. saying? And same for the defensive line. If you if you give them a defensive line, like they are, you know, they're pretty t- a tough out, man. But, like, they all built on the outside now. Like, they, they draft cornerbacks, wide receivers, running backs, and all that shit. 
but y'all ain't shit in the trenches. And that's why the Saints whoop their ass every year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you take some heel that quarterback, just whooping their ass twice. Twice in three weeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just whoop their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like until unless they unless Arthur Smith understands that, um, and my man told, uh, Terry Fontenot. And I'm sure Terry, I, I think I think Terry wants a quarterback. I think Terry look, he's looking at that cap next year. Like Matt Ryan's cap hit. That cap hit? It's 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 Buddy. disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. They outfaced the Saints in terms of how much dead money they push back on Matt Ryan's contract. Bro, bro, it's, it's gross. It's gross. Like I would get I would go and get Trey Lance and ball out with Matt Ryan today, this year, see where it goes. And then we rolling with transfer uh Trey Lance from here on out, buddy. You know, because I like Trey Lance. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's I still green. I think he's still green. So, I mean, it would be just the perfect spot. Perfect, bro. Just chill for a year, maybe come in on spot duty. And, you know, maybe say if they blow somebody out, come in. And maybe come in at the end of the year, maybe play two games or something. That would just be like the the perfect spot. That's what the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes. And it would set the Falcons up for like the next 15 years. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Sure would. you know, go go in that Kyle Pitts water, man. You know, I like Kyle Pitts. Like I watch, I haven't studied Kyle Pitts. Like from my song, I mean, the dude, a dog. He a dog. It's so, it's so. I can't, I can't shake this bus. Like this, I don't know. I just get this bus feeling, man. I, I can't. I shake don't. It. I don't get a bus feeling, but man, when Scott came on our show and he was like kind of slandering Kyle Pitts, but like as the draft season's going on, I was like. Yo, Scott's kind of right, bro. Like, Daniel Jeremiah really has Kyle Pitts, his number two player in the draft. He's been rocking Kyle Pitts hard. So you you so I'm just saying, positionally, positionally, if Jamar Chase be, is the same Jamar Chase that we saw two seasons ago, you're telling me that a generational tight end, I, I shouldn't even say generational, because those players coming a let's say generational let's say if both players hit to their potential you're telling me that a generational tight end is going to override a generational right receiver or i, I can't I, I get kyle pitts just another tight end so he's going to be used formationally just like you would a rock like i just i can't bro like i can't like i love kyle pitts but like like scott was on the money when he came on the show he was like like as high as he's gonna go, like I don't know, and I I get it now. I really do. I get it. I get where he was yeah. saying. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if he hits his potential, I mean, he could be one of the best tight ends to ever play. Yes. Yes. But um, I mean, to me, like, I mean, obviously, Gronk is like the gold standard as far as like. Being able to block the run game, pass game, and be a dangerous pass catcher when he was in his prime. Right. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's Kyle Pitts. It's not. Like, it's I, not. I, and that's fine. Like nothing wrong with that. Like that's like if he's like he could be a sixteen hundred yard tight end and be like if so all of favor. You know, what I I'm think saying? I think for Kyle Pitts to 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 justify this height in terms of the formationally of how they play the game. He needs to be Jimmy Graham 
Yeah. The t- he needs to be Jimmy Graham if Jimmy Graham never left the Saints. Like, right. he needs to – because that's – 2011 Jimmy Graham. Yes. That needs to be him. Because just like Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Graham wasn't a blocker. Jimmy Graham got used all over the field. That's what Kyle Pitts is. Um, you didn't ask Jimmy to block. Like, right. you, you ask him to fucking go out and, and abuse linebackers and safeties. That's what Kyle Pitts needs to be. But he needs to be 2011 Jimmy Graham for, like, five, six. Yeah. Jimmy Graham exactly. was taken into the third round, bro. Like, Kyle right. Pitts may exactly. go, like, fifth, sixth overall in the draft. <laughs> like Exactly. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. That's wild, really bro. Like, that's like, wild. I mean, look. Benjamin Ben Ben old preacher Ben Watson was that athletic coming out when he came up. <laughs> like he was like he looked studly just like that. So and, and he and he went like like lower in round one to the yeah. Patriots, I believe. Where's the Patriots? Where did he get dropped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was it Denver? Oh, it was the Patriots, Patriots, yeah, yeah. Patriots dropped him. He dropped him yes. high. He dropped yes. him high. And and you know, it took him a while. It took Ben Watson a while. And I say it's going to be like that with uh, Kyle Pitts because offenses have learned to use the tight end, but it's still one of those positions that's kind of, I don't know, it can go to sleep for weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, like unless, the- you, unless you got a, a offensive play caller that really understands how to use them, like Sean Payton, like, uh, you know, like Kyle Shanahan and those guys. But if he fuck around and he go to, I don't know. I mean, Did you imagine? Okay, so let so let so let's think about the Kyle Pitts places he could go. Theoretically, he could go to Atlanta, even though I don't really see it. But like theoretically, he could go there. Um, Arthur Smith, you know, Arthur Smith cooked with you know John New Smith, you know, yeah. whatever in, in Tennessee. Fifth overall, he goes to the Bengals. You trust in um? Oh, gross! Uh, what? Yeah. What's his? <laughs> what's his, what's his name? I don't even know the I don't even know the head coach name. Zach. Zach, yeah, Zach, Zach you trust Zach Taylor to come up a game like, playing with Cal Pitts? What bro? does Zach Taylor look like? What does Zach Taylor look like? Like if Zach Taylor knocked on your door right now, would you know that Zach Taylor? <laughs> Absolutely not, bro. I would not know. I'd be like, excuse me, how can I help you? <laughs> like, why are you knocking on my door, bro? I'd have absolutely no idea who he is. I don't know what he looks like, man. Does he exist? I'm laughing so I'm laughing so hard because it's true, bro. This man running a fucking NFL bean dollar NFL team, man. <laughs> like he can come to the door like in like his Bengals attire with the headset on. I'm like, it's everything. It's, can it's I help you? It's Halloween, bro. <laughs> I don't got no I don't got no candy grown ass man at my door. Like, what are you I doing? I have no idea what he looks like, bro. No idea. Um. <laughs> Um, or so Kyle Pitts range is like, I would say four to six or maybe, maybe four to seven. Um, so six would be the, the dolphins and him paired with Tua. That might cook though. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, man. Right there. That might, that might be the spot. It could be because for Tua being like a shorter quarterback, like I, yeah. like, like Mike Gesicki balled out, and I'm a big he Mike. Balled Gesicki. out. Yeah, that was his best weapon, honestly. Him and so, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, and Ryan, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, like Gesicki is like that's that was their guy. Like so, I mean, 
don't know, man. Like, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, and I but think I just keep every time I watch Pitts, I'm like, hey, he's so good, but damn, I could just I get this little bus. Just I don't know. Man. I don't get I don't get the bus, but I I I I I, I get I. I understand Scott's point of view more now than ever. Um, I think his floor is, is Detroit at seven. Yeah. <laughs> Can you buy Kyle, Kyle Pitts, TJ Hawkinson with Jared Goff? Ugh. Ugh. And, and Joe, is it, who, is Joe Lombardi calling plays? No, no, Joe Lombardi charges, bro. Oh, charges, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah my bad. He's already with Detroit. I, I don't know who the offensive coordinator is at for the fucking Lions, but probably a football, former football player. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Blah, blah. So it's gonna be interesting, man. It's it's there's a lot of a lot of plots. Like I think this draft is gonna have a lot of intrigue. Um, you know, we already saw fucking two for two moves within the top ten like a, a month before the draft like if that's if that's a precursor like we better fucking buckle up um Whew. so anyway we wanted to get this episode out uh we know we hadn't put out anything in a while uh because of our vacation so we got this out um next week both uh two uh, friends of the podcast both anusha and sophia um, have reached out. They want to come on the show. Anusha has recently done a really great article um, uh, for the LA Times talking about highlighting women of color who have moved in, women of color who have kind of transitioned of uh, promoting their own platform uh, for their own content and kind of creating their own content platforms. She spoke with Ava uh, DeRunay. Like, so Anusha has a great article out that we're going to talk to her about. Um, Sophia specifically, you know, on Twitter asked to come on the show talking about fucking black holes and wormholes. And she only yes, had to bro. ask, she only had to ask what, bro? I said, what, what? Shit. <laughs> Done. Um, and then I don't know when it's going to happen. Um, but hopefully we can get Tony Pauline. We're try- I'm, I'm trying to hit him up for maybe this Friday, try to get him on the show. Uh, talk about Saints news, what he's maybe hearing, how they want to go in the draft at 28. Um, also kind of talk about, you know, if he heard last year, you know, because when we got him on, the, like part of the reason we want to get Tony on is kind of like our, our year anniversary because the first episode we did, we got Tony on. So to kind of come full circle, but when he came on our first episode last year around draft time, the first episode we did, um, he was kind of linking the Saints to wide receivers, whether it was uh, Jalen Rager, Brandon Ayuk, just really focused, you know, saying that they want to go that direction. Um, And it sounds like from what I was able to pick up on and kind of gather is that as soon as Justin Jefferson was drafted, their plans changed and it it led to them drafting Cesar Ruiz. So we kind of talked to Tony about, you know, the last draft pick the Saints had, like Cesar Ruiz, Zach Bond, like it's not looking good. Um, and if, you know, what he may know from them as players and also looking forward to this draft. So hopefully that can happen. We can get Tony on ASAP. Um, and then keep, keep being on the lookout for, for, for Saints news, man. See, see what's happening if they sign anyone. Um, and hopefully like, like we said earlier that they address that cornerback two position before, before the draft in, in 28 days. 
Yeah. So the times are coming. Oh man, yeah. It's it's it. The draft will be even though it, even though they pushed it like super far back because it usually it's like the third week of fucking April. I guess the it's oh, fucking man. the last fucking week of April oh, this month. Forgot to mention right quick. Seventeen game season, bro. Oh boy. Oh my god. Boy. But it's three preseason preseason games now, right? Yes. I think it's three three preseason games. Seventeen fucking games, bro. God damn it. Like I I'm exhausted, not even emotionally anymore. I'm just tired after fucking a sixteen game season when we go to the playoffs. Like I gotta deal with one more fucking game. Oh, why, then, and, man? Those last games such a drag. It's like, oh, why? Like, like this NFL is just all about money, bro. Like they don't give two shits about player safety. Like. Especially like some teams, some teams like on a third string quarterback by that time, the team been ravaged with injuries. They just try to finish that much. That's it. That's like, it. Can they get an out? Can we give them an out at least? Like, look, <laughs> just take a risk. Like, just chill. Like, I don't need to see another fucking Bengals game with fucking, I don't even know who they had at quarterback at the end of the season. Like, I don't want to see that shit. Right? Like, <laughs> that shit, man. Oh, yeah, well. Um, fucking gross anyway um so we do have obviously as, as always content coming your way thanks for all our patreon subscribers um and donators we're almost i think we're almost close to being out of the mask completely uh but we do appreciate our our people that support us uh we, we truly appreciate it um and we'll be on the lookout for you know for more nfl news saints news saints twitter news um shout out to the our guy uh dark saint who basically like he 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 texted me. He's he said that shit was not the same in Saints Twitter. Like everything changed when you fucking quote tweeted that that bracket and said, I don't know who, I don't know what Saints Twitter this is, but I don't know anything. <laughs> nothing like Drake said, bruh, nothing was the same since <laughs> so <I> Saints <laughs> Shit got crazy, boy. Saints Twitter been a mess ever since, bro. Man, one quote tweet changed the entire complexion of fucking entire complexion. People was hitting me up like, hey, big fan of the show, but like, uh, like <laughs> bro, I'm just out here pot. I have a full-time job that I that I care about and I love that's that's draining me crazy, but I love and that's why I do everything I do podcasting wise on Twitter like I do that I do that shit for fun like that's not like my life like that's no, that's, this that's, is, this that's fun that's sec- secondary but you you to change the game well that two weeks ago two and a half <laughs> man nothing was the same but anyway we'll we'll keep it coming we'll keep it rolling as always uh thanks for all the support listeners we appreciate you guys and with that we're out peace Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.